You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's time for Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from Comic-Con that doesn't include comics because it's Comic-Con. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con was last weekend, so we have a ton of news. But first, we're going to get into some things we've been uh, checking out, like usual. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Check it out. <laughs> that's the new, the new that's, intro. Yeah, we're going to have to save that. That's <laughs> Isolate that, that audio track right there. Every time, from now on. You heard it here. Uh, no, I can go super quick. I haven't checked, like, anything, which is par for the course, it seems, these days. But uh, um. There's a online. There's a YouTube channel called uh, Red Letter Media. They do. Um, they were got really famous a few years ago for their uh, Star Wars review, like the prequel reviews. Real takedown of mm-hmm. the prequels. It's like the review was like lo- a half hour longer than the actual movie. <laughs> um, but I've been watching a lot of their not Mr. Plinkett reviews, where it's just kind of them talking, you know, to the camera, talking about old movies. The best of the worst is a series that they do, and also Half in the Bag. It's Really interesting, really funny, um, uh, really in-depth discussion. And uh, I've really just kind of been mainlining them. And most of the time I agree with them. Actually, the only uh, uh, review that the two guys, Jay and Mike, have done that I really didn't agree with them was their most recent one, which was for Ghostbusters. They just railed on it, didn't they? They pretty much just tore it apart. Yeah, I I didn't watch it because I knew that's what they were doing. That's exactly (laughs) what it was. I mean, it was... I mean, they raised some interesting points, and I can certainly see where they were coming from, but I just didn't yeah, it's agree not, with them. it's not a perfect movie by any means, no. but geez. Yeah, but uh, for the most part, I agree with agree and enjoyed a lot of their, their, their reviews. reviews, so yeah. Plus, they did like um, some um, interviews. One was with Matt Hammond from Samurai Cop, the <laughs> titular Samurai Cop, <laughs> which was great, and then they did one with Max Landis, which... Yeah. I mean, I watched it out of Spite. morbid curiosity. <laughs> I, I Gar- hate for yourself. Garbage yeah. boy Max Landis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, if there's an enemy of this show, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Max, Max Landis. Landis. Landis! Then again, he's the kind of guy that would probably seek our show out because we have just said that he is enemy of the show. <laughs> so Can we stop saying we his name before he appears in front of us? What, Max Landis? No! <laughs> I'm gonna Beetlejuice him on in. <laughs> hey, I'll take the press that uh, that we get from being attacked by Max Landis. Oh, you mean John Landis' son, Max Landis, <laughs> yeah. writer of of such classic movies as American Ultra and the upcoming Peppy Le Pew standalone film. What? Wait, what? Yeah, that's yeah. a thing that's happening. I didn't know that was the thing. Why would you make a animated film about a cartoon it, there rapist? Was, it did not say anything about animated. Oh, oh God. I, I Pepe Le Pew is the worst Looney Tunes character. He stands up the absolute least. Like I could see where the joke was back in the '30s, but yeah, he does not hold up no. at all. No, he's just like days. goes around and like assaults female cats. Yeah. Like it's, it's who happen we- to walk under paint and get stripes. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. It, it is. <laughs> it is real weird. Yeah, Pepe Le Pew would be like the kind of person who keeps tunes in his basement. He's he's Quagmire from Family he, Guy. He is exactly Quagmire. That's absolutely <laughs> right. Oh god, I can't get that mental image out of my head now. Yeah. Ugh. 
Why? Why? Why would you? Why would you do this to me? Why? Why would they make? Why would they make a Pepe Le Pew movie? Because they, because they can. They it's hate gonna be like, people. It's gonna be like Hitch. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's that's what I've been checking out. Well, I went and saw Dos Movies. Okay. That's two for our non-Spanish speaking listeners. Yeah, I went and saw Ghostbusters. So now I'm on. I'm on Team Cool now. Okay. With cool. The, with the Ghostbusters. Good. Good. In the hot dog house. I, yeah, I was gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna have to kick you out if you kick you off the show if you didn't go see Ghostbusters. I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, you're right. It, by far, it's not. It's not a perfect movie. No, it's a very enjoyable movie. Um, special effects wise, it's it's good. I still really don't care for the ghosts. I mi- I miss the 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 stop motion. Yeah, and the the mocap stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, the puppetry. Yeah. puppetry. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. I mean, Slimer looked like. Slimer. And I like that they didn't feel the need to, like... Explain him. S- and, like, yeah, hit us over the head. Oh, it's Slimer. Oh, my God, Slimer. Like, he was just there. Yeah. And he yeah. did... Oh. I was going to tell... Last night at work, I overheard a guy called Slimer Goober. Goober? <laughs> <laughs> it's a better all. name. Yeah, I like that. I just thought you guys should know. Goober Ghost. Goober's, Goober probably, Ghost. The, Goober's probably the name of the girl Slimer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, look, it's Goober. It's like... Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> I like he briefly made a sound like he does in the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? That was good. <laughs> that guy's having the time of his life. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, I almost, I almost, I'm a little surprised they didn't use the line, he's an ugly little spud. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a little surprised they didn't. Well, they had that's, enough callbacks. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of an obscure line. Yeah, a little well, bit. That's one of my favorite lines in the movie. Well, sure, but we're geeks and yeah. we pick um, those things out. Most folks probably wouldn't have. The cameos, it. the cameos were okay. They were okay. The Bill Murray one. The more I think about it, the more it kind of bothers me because yeah, like he just walks into a room and sits down. And he just looks so disinterested in everything that he's doing, well, which, I guess, par- <laughs> which I guess is par. Which I guess is par for the course for Bill Murray these days. But uh, of the of the cameos, I think that's the one I enjoyed the least. Yeah. To be honest, I liked I liked Dan Aykroyd's. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's is good. That was the perfect amount. Yeah, of Dan it was Aykroyd. it was it was pretty on point. It was, and I caught that uh, that Hell Ramis statue like real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, hmm. And I had a feeling that uh, mm-hmm. uh, Ernie Hudson was going to be the uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, she keeps talking about her uncle. We haven't seen him. Gonna be Ernie Hudson. Yeah, I put it together right before it happened up because the whole movie, like, where's Ernie Hudson? Where's Ernie Hudson? But uh, no, it was an all right movie. Um, actually, Patty's last name is Hudson. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Didn't even notice. But I still enjoy the movie. Uh, I liked the fact they opened up with more ghost gadgets other than you know just your standard goo gun and proton wand. Yeah. And it fits within Holtzman's character because she's constantly tinkering and improving yes. this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And, then, and then when Sigourney Weaver showed up, I was like, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one actually seemed the most shoehorned in. It really of, did. Of, of all it, of them. It really did. But it was cool. It was cool. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> You're right. It was just, she was just kind of there at the end, but it was cool. <laughs> did anyone else, speaking of the cameos, did anyone else think that or feel that um, Kristen Wiig's character the uh, dean of her, the school that she was at at the very beginning, yeah. was a was originally designed as a cameo for the uh, the Peck character from the original Ghostbusters. Could be, yeah, because they've got the guy from uh, Game of Thrones, and he looks an awful lot like Peck. 
Peck. Yeah. It seemed very much like that was set up to be a cameo and then just wasn't. Maybe. Maybe. But that actor plays a lot of characters that are kind of like that. True. So it's it's uh, it's hard to really say. That's true. And I wish they wouldn't have cut out the dance number. Yeah. Oh, yeah, during because the credits? That, because that kind of made it, that scene kind of weird. Yeah, I mean, even Patty references, why do they stand in like this? It, yeah, it was really clear. I'm like, there was a dance number here, wasn't there? And then at the <laughs> end, like, they, they do show it. it over the credits. Yeah. Oh, that part where, like, he does that little spin and his head stays in the same place and his body turns around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Clark Kent. Oh, you mean because of the glasses and the handsomeness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, it was... I really enjoyed the movie. And I heard uh, somebody on a podcast saying that he had that uh it was like it's Chris Hemsworth, right? Yes. Hemsworth, yeah. yeah. That he had like no comedic timing. I'm like, what are you talking about? He was hilarious. Yeah, he was pretty funny. Yeah. He was on point as the dumb secretary. Yeah. Like not just dumb, like be like cartoonishly dumb. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Just amazingly dumb. <laughs> Oh, oh, it was Paul, was it Verhoeven or whatever? The No, that's the director of RoboCop. That's the director of RoboCop, yeah. The, the guy on 28 Plays Later with Chris Straub. He's an Australian oh, dude. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, he didn't like it, which was surprising. Hmm. Hey, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Yeah. That's fine. No, in my opinion is I enjoyed the movie a lot. Well, there you go. Good. A lot. Yeah. I, I, will, I will buy it. Oh, yeah, I'll buy it. I wish I could buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also went and saw Star Trek Beyond. Okay, now this is something I want to try to get to this weekend. Yeah, so don't 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 spoil it too I much. Won't, but... I won't. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed it more than In the Darkness. It mm. didn't feel like they were trying to really copy anything. Okay, that's good. They needed that. Yeah. Um, Although the poster looks an awful lot like the original Star Trek, the motion picture, with the three colors. Yeah. 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 But uh, sorry, I, I no, it's fine. Sorry. It's <laughs> fine. But I liked it. They kind of changed up the uniforms a little bit, okay. Which I think was for the for the betterment. Like I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I really like this uniform design that they're going with, like the like the lines and the cuts. For some reason, I was just focusing on the costumes. It was <laughs> it was awkward for me, but I, <laughs> but I liked it a lot. Kirk really doesn't try to mack on anybody. Huh? Huh? Interesting. Yeah, that seems out of character. <laughs> a little, but I, it was kind of refreshing because the the female character they have in the movie. I think she's strong enough that she didn't need to be. Okay, that's that's good. Um, she had her faults and she had her 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 own thing. She felt like a a person, mm-hmm. not just some girl alien they th- kind of threw in there. Or mm-hmm. like the scientist uh, lady in the last movie. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm gonna change clothes right now for reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I hear that the Beastie Boys track "Sabotage" plays a significant role. Or at least is like has a scene, yes, <laughs> where it is considered classical music. Yes. Okay. They keep talking about it. It's pretty funny. Actually, <laughs> that is super corny. That it is like super it. corny. I like that a lot. It, it's yeah. like that episode of Futurama where Fry's listening to gangster rap and Leela tells him to stop listening, sitting in the dark and listening to classical music. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who, where they play that. Britney Spears toxic as the world's ending. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's a real early new Doctor Who. That was, that was like only like the second or third episode, and that was kind of a point where like that was, I'm sold on this show. That was, yeah, that was the second that was the second episode with uh Eccleson. Yeah. Yeah, they got to watch the Earth die with Cassandra, the, the skin, skin monster. Yeah, moisturize me. Yep. 
Anyway, uh, Star Trek was good. I recommend people go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a couple. There was a couple times I got a little. I got a little feelsy on it. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good because I was worried it was all going to be motorcycle chases and explosions, which is very much not Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there is a little bit of that. Well, sure. I mean, it's a movie. Yeah. Honestly, the movie feels more like almost more an adventure film, kind of. It it has to because people who want the original want the original Star Trek feel would be bored to tears for yeah. two and a half hours in a movie theater. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I love Star Trek. Yeah. But watching some of those older episodes, it's very talky. Yeah. And it's very methodical, well, and like, it would just not work as a movie. And how many of the original Star Trek movies are actually good? Like, not. Very the even-numbered ones. The even-numbered yeah, ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every other one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's it just wouldn't... The original Star Trek feel would not work in a movie. No. And I, I feel like some Trek fans forget that. Yeah. Like, they want, they want their... I'm like, well, if you want Star Trek that bad, you're getting a new series. And there are how many different series out there that they can go back to yeah. and, and watch? And watch yeah. So what they actioned up and kind of put a Star Wars shine on the new... On the, on the alternate timeline Star Trek. Yeah, who cares? And that yeah. too, it's an alternate timeline. It doesn't affect the... Yeah, the raddest timeline. <laughs> where there's more explosions and things happen quicker. <laughs> there's less... Uh, yeah, about the same amount of uh, giving no Fs about the Prime Directive. Well, sure. <laughs> well, the Prime Directive was made to be broken. That was pretty, the whole point. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway, it's a good movie. Go see it. Uh, other than that, I've just been watching cartoons. Catching up on Steven Universe and Star vs. Evil. I'm still oh. behind on Steven Universe. Get on it. There's some there's some good there's some goods in there. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Come on, I just watched an episode called Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> there's a Kiki centric episode. I always like Kiki. I know. I've played a couple games. Um, really? Yeah. No That's so out of character for you. <laughs> Well, I had to have something to talk about on the show. Uh, true. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I got a point there. It's like literally, I, I was up too late last night playing games literally so I would have something to talk about on the show. Oh, my. <laughs> I put in about maybe an hour, hour and a half to the pre-release build of We Happy Few. Okay, cool. Because that's, that's on Steam Early Access now. Oh, right on. Um, yeah, I've been seeing some stuff about that. I kind of really want to check it out. It's weird. Yeah. Well, like, like, like it was weird? obvious it was weird, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to think of it yet. Okay, so to remind our listeners, that's the one that's set in like the weird kind of pseudo sixties with the British and the happy pills. Yeah, and where the... everybody takes a pill called joy to yeah. stay constantly happy and right. unaware of how terrible the world actually right. is. Right, we talked about this on the on the E three episode. Yeah, so yeah, go back to that because we talked about it for a while. I think it was a good. It was one of the the top. Yeah, most interesting trailers mm-hmm. of E three. There's no story yet. Okay. Except for the opening, which is the same as from the, the E3 trailer. Okay. After that, it just dumps you into the its procedurally generated world. Oh, wow. And uh, there's a lot of crafting. It's a lot of scrounging around in garbage crafting stuff because you need to eat, you need to drink, and you need to sleep to stay alive. Okay. Makes sense. And you also need to like be able to fit in. With everybody else who's, you know, tripping on joy. Yeah. Now, I've seen some gameplay of it, and it's like when you're completely off the drug, everything is all run down and and brown and, like, awful. Yeah. And you have sometimes you have to take a little bit of it to kind of fit in or mesh, and it makes the the landscape 
more colorful and cleaner looking? Is yeah. that kind of how it goes? I haven't gotten far enough to actually get any joy. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you have to, you have to get out of the place where they send all the downers, which are the people who don't take their joy. Oh, uh, okay. And I never got far enough to do that. Gotcha. Because it's really not you're not directed what to do exactly. I mean, you get missions and stuff, but it's not entirely clear what you're supposed to do. Huh. And it's really open ended. It's not it's not what I expected the game to be at all. But it's not bad. Okay. It's just more more inventory management and crafting than I was expecting. I was expecting like a a story based Bioshock kind of thing. I say it looked kind of like a Bioshock type of thing. And they could still turn into that yeah. if it's in a, a pre-build. Yeah. I'm sure they'll add the story in later. That's what, there's an opening page that says, there, you know, we don't have the story. There's going to be two other characters you play as that aren't in this. Oh, okay. Interesting. So th- there's a lot to, there's a lot not in it yet, but it seems promising. Okay, cool. That makes me, f- that makes me feel good because I, I was really it? into that. Yeah. Well, what? How much is it? Twenty nine ninety nine. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, half pr- half of full retail price. Yeah, which is pretty good for an unfinished game. Yeah, you get half the game for half the price. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I would assume you get the rest later. Yeah, that's how that's how it works. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's how early access works. You pay for it to help fund the continued development. Right. Stranger Things is what we watched first, so and oh. it's it's so it's so big right now. Okay, so Stranger Things. It Let's is a that. Netflix original series. It's very X Filesy, Twin Peaksy. I'll say it looks kind of like a love letter of a lot, like the kind of a uh, Stephen King book. Yeah, Spielberg kind of. Yeah. yeah, that too. It has very, very much Spielberg feel because it's a lot of kids doing stuff in the eighties. Okay. It's like yeah. Stephen King and Spielberg had a baby, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that actually sounds really interesting. <laughs> it's, it's these kids in a town that well, they're one playing D and D. Yeah, it opens with them playing D and D. Nice. And I've already. actually heard it's like one of the best D and D scenes ever. Like even better than the Freaks and Geeks one. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one of the kids disappears, and then a strange girl with weird psychic powers shows up, and it extrapolates from there. <laughs> oh wow. There's there's like a, a military base where they're doing weird experiments in the town and like and it has a big cast like a Twin Peaks kind of like you get to know the people in the town. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's really really good. It's, it sounds really say, good. I, everything I've been reading and a lot of re- people I know have been talking about is that all they could talk about is how good it is. I'm like, great, another show I'm going to have to binge the crap out of. Oh yeah. Like Sarah said, all the kids they're amazing. I don't know where they got them, but like that girl they made like, them. Yeah. <laughs> Like she doesn't talk a whole lot. She doesn't have much language, but is amazing. Yeah, like you can see see the acting going on in her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. That's how how long is the series? Is it uh, thirteen or is it? I don't remember. We haven't finished it yet, so I don't know. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, it's it's really really good. And we've, we've been watching Harmon Quest on on CISO, which is a new streaming uh, comedy format. Com yeah, comedy site. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I mean, it's it's very much a D and D. Well, they don't play D and D actually; they play Pathfinder. But it's very much a. It's the same. Yeah. It's honestly the same. Pathfinder is essentially D and D three point five with some slight tweaks. Yeah. Okay. I'm just throwing in my expert opinion. <laughs> well, you we would be the expert. Yes. Yeah, being that none of us have played D and D for some reason. For some reason. 
but but Harmon Quest, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, the the animated parts are are really funny and pretty well done, and their their characters are are funny. They're plus it's Dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm not saying anything of substance. I'm just like yeah, it's funny. The, the they bring in celebrities every episode. Yeah, there's always a guest character that's a celebrity. A lot of them had never even played like a, a tabletop role playing game before, so it's kind of it's kind of fun to see him kind of be forced to throw themselves <laughs> into this game. So who's the main cast in it? Who's who are the regular players? I know Dan Harmon's one of them. Uh, Aaron McGafferty and who's Bone Weevil? I can't remember the guy's name who, who who's Bone Weevil. Bone Weevil. Well, yeah, there, there's Aaron McGafferty's a barbarian lady who likes to build statues out of people's bones after she kills them. <laughs> um, Dan Harmon is like a half-orc uh, guy named Fondue Zubag. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other guy that I can't remember his name is, uh, was he a goblin named Bone Weevil? Yes. <laughs> nice. And he's pretty, yeah, he's funny. Cool. I'm, I'm really struggling to come up with things for this. That's all right. You know what? We have a lot of uh, news to go through, so let's just go ahead and take the break now, and uh, when we come back, we'll jump into this uh, uh, San Diego Comic-Con stuff. We're going to drown in it. Yeah. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. MB Subculture is the one-stop shop for all your geeky needs, from comics and collectibles to unique custom costumes, masks, makeup, and more. MB Subculture is located at... 127 South Sandusky Avenue in downtown Bucyrus, 419-562-0404, and online at subcultureoh.com. You can now find WZMO anywhere there's an internet connection. You can listen to our stream at WZMOFM.com or find us on TuneIn.com. Just search WZMO. Is at Nerd Overload. It's me, Mario. Woohoo! Mamma mia! You guys, you number one. Woohoo!
rolling around at the speed of sound. That was Escape from the City from Sonic Adventure Two. Yeah, Battle. that's it. By Crush Forty, is that the band? Yeah. Okay, yep. that's a Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog song. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you loved it. Yeah, yeah that was that it, sure was something. It makes me want to follow a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast, guys. <laughs> follow me. Set me free. <laughs> all right. But there was, there was a reason why we made you sit through yeah, all Cody, that. Yeah, Cody, can you set us free from this intro and get into some news? <laughs> it's Sonic's, it was Sonic's 25th anniversary a couple days ago. That's right. And it was kind of, it was kind of part of the San Diego Comic-Con thing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was there nearby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they had a, a birthday party for Sonic. Which they live streamed terribly. Oh, it was fitting for Sonic. <laughs> oh, it was it was a hot mess. Yes, it was. Um, it started a half hour late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when it did start, there was no sound but loud buzzing, and Sonic a Sonic mascot dancing around on stage, <laughs> very lazily. Yeah. yeah, he his heart was not in it. <laughs> Well, you, they apparently can't see out of that costume at all. Oh, jeez! Because every time he came, Sonic came on stage, he came uh, holding the hand of a, another gentleman. Yeah, he needed he needed a handler. I'm like, it's Sonic's coming, and it's his boyfriend, Sonic's longtime boyfriend, Chris. <laughs> Didn't he leave at one point, and they had to lead him back to the stage? Yeah. <laughs> did, did a lazy macarena or something like that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And there was a loud buzzing underneath the stream for a good 90% of the whole show. And the whole show was a couple hours long. Yeah, it was rough. Uh. There, some good came out of it, though. They announced a new Sonic game called uh, Sonic Mania, which is a, it's a throwback 16-bit yeah. uh, Sonic platformer that looks really, really fun. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Uh, they got uh, good people behind it, that Christian Whitehead guy. Mm-hmm. Who did the ports of I just think Sonic One and Two, right? Yeah, which yeah. there's some really good ports. They they really did a good job with those. So hopefully this will be good. Mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a Sonic game, so there's a good chance they'll find some way to mess it up. Well, sure, but it's a 2D Sonic game, so who knows? Well, Sonic Four was That's hot true. garbage. Uh, got a yeah. got a point. But yeah. but with that Christian Whitehead guy there, like he'll get at least get the physics right, which was the main problem with with Sonic. Well. Sonic 4 also had terrible level design, too. <laughs> but it's hard to design Sonic levels because of the mechanics. And the branching paths and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not that that's an excuse. I mean, if anybody should be able to do it, it's freaking Sega. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, you know it's, it's, their, it's their thing. Yeah. I mean, it was their mascot. And then there was another announcement for a yet untitled Sonic 3D game. Yeah. Where a city was exploding and there were two Sonics. Yeah, there there was Sonic and and classic Sonic, so it's like a generations thing. But yeah, but it again. also looked like Sonic '06 a lot. Yeah, or like Shadow the Hedgehog. A, like, oh, there's a lot of Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, because uh, yeah. it, it's just Sonic looking over a ruined city and like clenching his fist and looking mad because then, that's what we want from sonic you want you want him mad yeah mad sonic you want an edgy post-apocalypse uh city yeah <laughs> i i thought that's what shadow was for i thought shadow was edgelord sonic yeah i want a mod for shadow the hedgehog that puts reaper's mask on his face <laughs> <laughs> But that that was not as doesn't look as good. 
no, to me. I no. think they just need to suck it up and make Sonic Adventure 3 already. I agree, yeah. Oh, just had a crazy idea. What, okay, so you have the disc of the new Sonic game, and it comes with a USB that you plug in, and it puts Knuckles in the game. Like, classic. <laughs> That'd be cool. Knuckles is in Sonic Mania, though. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah, I, no, I'm talking about the Sonic 3D whatever. Oh, yeah. Sonic 16 and Knuckles. And Knuckles. <laughs> I just I just want Knuckles to be inserted into every game because yeah. that because that naming mechanic and the whole the whole thing was just so dumb. And Knuckles. Street Fighter Five and Knuckles. And Knuckles. <laughs> Undertale and Knuckles. <laughs> Robotnik's mean bean machine and Knuckles. Don't starve. And Knuckles. And Knuckles. <laughs> Mario Kart eight and Knuckles. <laughs> Uh, I'm almost surprised he wasn't DLC. Actually, I, yeah, that actually kind of makes <laughs> makes a little sense. Yeah, Legends of Zelda: Breath of the Wild and Knuckles. <laughs> Can just go. This is the this rest is of the, the show. This, this is it. We're done. <laughs> the Nerd Overload Show and Knuckles. And, <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, all right. okay. All right, done, done. <laughs> to to sum it up, it was a terrible hot mess. Uh, there was a cool concert in the middle with Crush 40 who does the sonic music in the newer games that was pretty cool until it went on too long <laughs> and there was two new sonic games one that looks good and one that doesn't it sounds very on par for the sonic brand yeah which is awful because the sonic games used to be so good <sighs> granted i am looking back on it on rose tinted glasses yeah yeah I would say the first two sonic games are real good yeah oh well, yeah sonic 2 is Probably one of my favorites. Yeah, Sonic 2 is the Mega Man 2 of the Sonic franchise. Mm-hmm. All right, well, hey, let's go ahead and get in some uh, uh, Comic-Con news. We have a ton, a ton of stuff. Literally. Um, that isn't comics, but it's... it's not, oh, there were no comic stuff. I mean, they're comic-related, but uh, that's that's something that I always kind of have a problem with when it comes to San Diego Comic-Con. There's never... Comic news. It's never announced. about the comic... It's not about the comic books anymore. I don't know why they keep calling it a Comic-Con. Because it's just or the Comic Con, the Comic Con, summer yeah. movie con. Now. Yeah, that's <laughs> media con. Yeah, San Diego media pop culture media con is what it's it when really all the big is. studios, you know, pr- you know, bring out their pretty little prancing ponies, <laughs> and the internet goes insane. There's no uh, My Little Pony news, and I mean you would know, you should know. <laughs> not not as much. I I really haven't kept keeping up. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just joking with you. Uh, let's just jump into some some of the stuff. Like I said, a lot of trailers. Um, unfortunately, this isn't a visual media, so we'll, you're just gonna have to take our word for it when we talk about these. But We're there was going a, to intricately describe to you every scene of all the trip now. Every one of them. Yeah, we got. Well, we got to fill this half hour somehow. Yeah. So uh, okay, open on a black screen. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> In a world. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's just go into this right down the list. Uh, Wonder Woman. Looked good. Oh, it was a very good trailer. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, it kind of almost makes me forget for like a split second that uh, DC live action movies aren't garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it had some It had some very, very strong similar uh, similarities to the Captain America First Avenger. It did. And I don't think that was uh, unintentional. Probably not. Uh, but... It looks really good. It looks like it might be one of the best of the solo Justice League movies. She had some good lines. Mm -hmm. Um, There was actually some humor in it, which is good. It's very good. They put Etta Candy in it, which is uh, Steve Trevor's um, secretary, 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 who was always a 
a very much a, a um, strong female character in her own right in the comics. So and she was in the show too. She was. Yep. But uh, no, it looks it looks really good. Um, the action is good. It's set in World War One, I, I believe. Yeah, that's like, that's what I gathered from it. Yeah, World War One, like when she's like marching across the no man's land between trenches, mm-hmm. blocking the... mortar shells with their shield. That, that was, was really pretty cool. rad. Oh yeah, yeah. She was uh, definitely being a warrior, warrior princess, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and that part where she's like sliding across the floor on her shield in that room, and oh, very very cool. So good. Yeah, I like that the lasso glows. Yeah, that's good. I I like that she's using the lasso. I like yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, man. it just looks amazing. The only thing is, I I didn't care for the Wonder Woman theme in Batman versus Superman. Oh, the screeching guitar. Oh yeah. yeah. Like the minute she showed up in that movie and that song starts rising up, I'm like, you know, that's gonna be her theme, and that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. what's in the movie. And I'm like, God dang it. That was the most anachronistic thing in that trailer because up until that point, they were using kind of period, you know, yeah, orchestral action music, and then at the very end when the logo came up, it was the. <laughs> It, yeah, and that was kind of it's like, Ugh, okay, <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's jarring. Don't it make is. me think. Yep. Don't make me think about Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but as a whole, it looks good. It looks good. Like I, any like any misgivings I had of Gal Gadot being Wonder Woman were pretty much squashed by the little bit of Wonder Woman we had in Batman v Superman. This one completely. Yeah, throws it out I the was, window for me. Yeah, I was completely uh, when the news came out, and I think we were on the air when the when that happened. Um, that in the original pictures of of her being on being Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, I yeah. I was kind of harsh on it, and yeah, I was wrong. I was a hundred percent wrong. She but, uh, she she does it she, very well. Yeah, I also love the fact that like her boots are armored. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which it was. Oh, you said boots. Boots. Well, yeah. those are too. <laughs> Uh, All right. Speaking of armored boots, let's talk about the Justice League trailer because that because they have one of those as well. Yeah, and it's weird because the Justice League movie is coming before all of the solo films. I is believe. It? Yeah, they're doing it backwards. I they're thought doing Wonder it. Woman was they're... coming before. Mm-mm. Nope, it's Justice League and then Wonder Woman and huh. then Flash and Aqu- then Aquaman. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, no Superman in the trailer at all. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and there's reasons for that. Yep, there are good reasons, <laughs> yep. both in story and outside of. <laughs> um, it had a little bit of levity, which was nice. Yeah. It actually yeah. let Ben Affleck kind of be a little sarcastic, a little jokey, kind of, a little jokey. <laughs> there was at least three jokes. Which yeah, is good. <laughs> which is more than I could say for Batman v Superman the in its entirety. <laughs> it had one joke, and it was didn't hit. <laughs> Not one bit. But uh, you're not talking about Jesse Eisenberg, are you? Because he was one big joke. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. actually, actually liked him, and yeah. he was the only part of the movie I really liked. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, um, it lo- the trailer was very good. It made me feel a little better about the Justice League movie. Um, Flash, I think, is going to be fine. Yeah. I don't like the armor. I don't like his no, costume. I hate but, the costume. But the character, the characterization, is really good. I liked what we saw a little bit more than what little bit we saw in yeah. Batman vs. Superman. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, what's this shoehorn all this crap in here? Yeah, well, as it turns out, that that when the Flash showed up, that wasn't a dream sequence. He popped up, screamed at Batman until he passed out, and then Batman woke up later. Hmm. Like, okay. that's what that's what that was. It wasn't a dream sequence. So we were, we were kind of wrong on that. But it was very unclear yeah. in the movie, so I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, uh, 
looks fine. Uh, it looks the it looks like the movie is going to be ninety percent. It's like the that scene at the end of Iron Man one where Sam Jackson comes in and says, "Hey, I'm putting together the Avengers." It's going to be that for like two hours of Ben Affleck going around collecting Justice League members. Yeah, and I mean, there's not going to be a whole lot because there are really only three of them that he needs to collect. Yeah, because Superman's gone and there's no Green Lanterns yeah. in this, which is weird. I don't like I don't like that. Well, Justice League. Needs a Green Lantern. Well, the one movie was so bad. Yeah, I and that and that bothers me too because the Green Lantern a Green Lantern movie can be done really well and just not that way. Just not and just not just the way they did it. Just because that movie is bad doesn't mean that they should should pain... swear off the character. For... When they're not, I mean, we are getting at some point In like it... 2019. Or yeah, something a Green Lantern ridiculous. core movie, but it's not going to be Hal Jordan. It's not going to be set on Earth. Yeah, it's yeah, they're going to be like completely divorced from that movie. Um, which. The only thing with this Justice League movie that kind of bothers me, and we were talking about this a little bit before the show, um, we're going to run into an issue with, because they're going to have two Justice League movies, one without Superman and basically one with Superman. And I'm a little concerned that they're going to run down a path that will essentially negate the usefulness of the Justice League in the films, because they're putting together this team because Superman's not around to protect the Earth. In theory. Yes. So you get this world-shattering threat, Darkseid or whatever, or, it's or an be, emissary of Darkseid, whatever it's going to be, Steppenwolf. And it's pretty clear that the Justice League is getting put together, and they're going to fight, and they're probably going to lose because you can't have you can't have them win in one movie and then have the threat continue in the next movie. Yeah. So what's going to happen is you're going to have the Justice League come together, do all this stuff, and get their butts handed to them. And then Superman shows up and saves the day, which will completely make the rest of the team pointless. Pointless. And it's it's the same problem that the Justice League cartoon had back when it was on. Yeah. Where Superman would get punked out within the first five minutes. The rest of the team would come in and do their thing. And then Superman would wake up and, and save the day. And I don't know. Kind of. I don't know. I'm a little worried about that. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. At least we're getting some semblance of a Justice League. That's true, I guess. Uh, I don't know. The other thing is, we're gonna have this. This movie's gonna probably be long. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, at least three hours. Because oh, you got to introduce the origin of the Flash uh-huh. and the origin of Cyborg, Cyborg. who no one knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they did kind of a little bit. Sort in, of. Yeah, they won't have to do it completely because there's a hint of. True. That's true, but. I don't know. There's, there's going to be a lot of backstory. There's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they got to explain Aquaman because he's the, he, he had no explanation in Batman v Superman. He was None. just in the water <laughs> looking like some Discovery Channel footage of a merman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Justice League movie I'm looking forward to though is the Lego Batman. We had a full trailer of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It looks so good. It looks <laughs> real so great. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. man. Uh, for, the, for those of you who don't know, this Lego Batman movie is not just some Lego superhero movie like you can find you know, on the shelves at, in your Walmart or whatever. Because those are bad. Yeah. No. This is the Batman from the Lego movie. This is the Will Arnett Batman. The Will Arnett one. The joke Batman. <laughs> joke Batman in his own universe. Yeah. And that's going to be really great. Uh, Michael Sarah is Robin and he is just killing it. <laughs> and yeah. Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. Which yeah. We didn't see a whole lot. We didn't of see him. that we one. He's got a laugh, which mm-hmm. was a was good fine. Joker laugh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I wonder if there's going to be Harley Quinn. There might be. I Who hope knows? it's not Terrence Ross. Uh, yeah. 
But uh, not to trash but, but, on her more. But Lego Batman just oh god, it looks so good. Yep, I'm I'm excited for it. It's just going to be hilarious from beginning to end. <laughs> He's just over there giggling about the trailer. I can't help it. It's funny. <laughs> like when Robin gets the gets gets his suit. And he's like, it's a little tight. I'm just gonna. So he rips off the pants and he's got the green the green the green trunks green yeah. trunks. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm freeing. I'm moving. Let's get grooving. It's like I, I I can't look at you in the eyes right now. I can only look at you in the eyes right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, the the Robin is a, just a huge nerd. Oh just yeah. Just a huge like. Yeah, just you get these big old Coke bottle glasses on. Yeah, it's great. I I saw people on Facebook thinking that that was supposed to be Carrie Kelly. Oh, Robin, really? Yeah, come on. Her glasses don't even look like that. They're square. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, At some point, though, I'd like to see a Carrie Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really cool, but not not this Lego movie. No. All right, let's keep going because <laughs> let's keep Dark Knight Returns as far from Lego movies. Yep, we got, we got enough of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's jump over to the Marvel side for a bit. Uh, let's go Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange trailer. It looks like a Doctor Strange movie. It was, I'm excited about. Yeah, it, it looks every it looks, trailer I see. I'm like, yes. It looks like they're going to be doing some stuff with the effects that we haven't seen, and it looks different from the yeah. standard Marvel fair. That's what I'm ready for is a Marvel uh-huh. movie that's different. So yeah. I mean, last time we got that, it was Guardians, and that's one of the best Marvel movies there is. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yep. Oh, yeah. There was uh, there was Guardians news. Yeah, there was Guardians news. Yeah. We, you know, we didn't put on the list, but let's talk about it real quick. Uh, they announced who uh, Kurt Russell is going to be in that. Uh, he is Ego, the living planet, which is an obscure space Marvel character who is literally a planet with a face yeah. and a digestive system inside and... and Inside. Is it going to be a huge Kurt Russell head floating yeah. in space? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, but he is also Star-Lord's dad. Awkward. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, I guess there's a scene where he created, uh, Ego wanted to find out what it was like to be a human. So he created himself like, like a, a person, a person suit and lived as a human for a couple years. So yeah. <sighs> Yeah, so that's that's going to be kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. At least Jason Esparta was a person. Yeah, but that would have taken more explanation. This one, you can just say, oh, he's a giant planet. That's, isn't that weird? <laughs> um, also, the fact that they had the, at that one panel, they had, like, the Ravengers show up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Michael Rooker shows up in full makeup as Yondu. That was pretty <laughs> great. And he actually has, like, a legit mohawk now. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, Sylvester was... Stallone's supposed to be in this movie. What? Somewhere. Yeah. Huh. He is someone. They're thinking, they're saying he might be a uh, Nova, a Nova Corps huh. member. Oh, great. So, so Judge he... Dredd. Yeah, Judge Dredd. <laughs> the yeah. Return of Dredd. He's the law. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Stallone. I wish they'd make a second Dredd movie. Uh, they're, I think they're working on it. They talked about it and... Um, Everybody wants to do it. They just don't have the funding, I think, is what it was. Um, Carl Urban... Said they were doing it, but then had to immediately retract his statement because it was not true. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. Um, anyway, let's keep going because we're running short on time. Uh, Luke Cage and the Defenders, the Marvel Netflix, uh, stuff. Netflix stuff. It looks good. Luke Cage looks really good. It's going to be a little bit, I think it's going to be a little bit lighter than Jessica Jones. 
It's gonna but probably be a little more action heavy, kind of like that would be uh, cool, like Daredevil. Yep, that would be cool. Like that scene where that dude punches Luke Cage in the face, and like in the slow mo, you see all his bones break. And I was yeah, like, was, I was like, ooh, yeah. this is gonna be good. But ooh, <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a teaser for Iron Fist as well. They did, which it just looks right now, it just looks like Kung Fu Batman. Yeah, but why not? Why yeah. not? But I, I know they're gonna add some extra stuff to it. Oh yeah, and. Uh, I'm I'm up for it. And then they had a real quick Defenders teaser. Defenders is all the Netflix shows are going to have a five part miniseries where all the characters are kind of like show. A, a Netflix Avengers, kinda. And it was basically <laughs> the Netflix Avengers. Yeah, the trailer was just 30 seconds of the guy who plays Stick, not John Car- or not David uh, Carradine. David Carradine saying, uh, "You guys are the worst superheroes. You can't protect a city. You can't even protect yourselves. Y- y'all suck." <laughs> Uh, I'm and stick. Then it just said defenders. <laughs> I'm stick. I'm a jerk. I'm, I I hate you all, and you all suck. <laughs> the defenders. Okay. Um. Yeah. Oh, and there's other TV Marvel news. Uh, yep. I guess Ghost Rider's going to be on uh, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield. They let him. September. They let him have a superhero for their show. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of a weird jump for them, isn't it? Sort of, but they have mentioned Man Thing before. They did. In, in passing. They did. Of course in passing, because it's S.H.I.E.L.D. And you're not going to see Man-Thing on S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> hey, hey, you just missed, you know, you just missed Thor. He was using the John, but he's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> but he was totally here, you guys, I promise. Yeah. That Ghost Rider, I think it's kind of a weird fit for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I would have thought he would have had a Netflix series. Yeah, maybe, honestly. Maybe it'll be the jumping point. Maybe. Or, because now that we're getting a Doctor Strange movie... And Ghost Rider is now reverted back to the Marvel line of rights. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get Midnight Suns. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's still kind of a pull, and, and especially since they're going to be everything's gearing towards Avengers. Everything is going towards the last two Avengers movies. Yeah, um, which they're, be, they're not going to let the Marvel train die. They're not, but I can see them. If they were smart, I could see them backing off. Maybe after the Avengers. Yeah, for a Two couple movies. years. Yeah, I mean, we are saturated. To, oh, to the yeah. Well, it's, we are super guilty. It's getting to the point yeah. where, yeah, people are starting to turn a little bit, and it's, yeah. We can fill half of an hour show talking about news from Marvel movies almost every week. <sighs> yeah. Like, that's, that's how saturated we are. Exactly, yeah. But, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited the fact that they're bringing in more magical elements into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. It it was kind of one of their biggest hurdles because just because they started with Iron Man and yeah. they grounded it in just enough reality to yeah. make magic kind of a weird, unexplored yeah, area. Yeah, the fact that in the first Thor movie, he's like, they "You ex- call it magic, we call it science." And yeah, they kind of hand waved that a little bit. Yeah, I got away from that a little bit in the second Thor movie. That was definitely more magicy magic. Than, yeah, and this third one's going to be very. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's interesting to see them kind of head that way for sure. Is is Nick Cage going to reprise his oh, role? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. He you mean, won't. You, but... you mean like when he's peeing fire and everything? Yeah. <laughs> oh, when that can you do that on network TV? <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. No, that 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 second Ghost Rider movie had a kid who temporarily became the Ghost Rider, and his tricycle was you're kidding me i'm not kidding you oh my god no <laughs> big flaming big wheel <laughs> yeah uh yeah oh and we should probably finish up with this last marvel thing uh they cast a captain marvel it's about darn time yeah, yeah. uh brie larson 
who most folks would recognize as uh, Envy Adams from uh, uh, Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she's going to be Captain Marvel, and that's yeah. great casting. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I'm down. I'm yep. about it. I'm interested to see what kind of scenes they put with her and Chris Evans because they were both in... Chris Pratt. Or no. Or Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. can you imagine Chris Pratt in, in um, Scott Pilgrim? That would be kind of great. <laughs> oh, man. It would have been perfect. That would have been kind of awesome. <laughs> he would have been really good in Chris Evans's role. He would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but no, I think that's really good casting. Uh, I'm glad they're sticking with Captain Marvel instead of Ms. Marvel. Yeah. I'm interested to see what kind of what costume they give her. I hope it's the more recent kind of more military-ish one. Yeah, the oh, jumpsuit, the and jumpsuit, not the bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I think they yeah. had to go Captain Marvel because Ms. Marvel has kind of become a big deal with Kamala Khan. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Hopefully, she gets a movie some someday or something. Yeah. Netflix show. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe. Maybe, the, maybe those who are not dark one. That would be <laughs> nice for a change. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's get into these last couple. Let's go with uh, kind of the weird one first. Uh, they released The Killing Joke. The Batman in Killings. Yeah, the in animated theaters. movie. For a day. Yeah, one day it was mm-hmm. in theaters. And it made a, d- a ton of money. People went and saw really? it. Really? Yeah. It, it, I would have went to see it, but I, I had to work. Yeah, I... I'm interested, but I, they added, the, the news article is that they added a bunch of scenes to the original yeah, source there, material. There's like a half hour before the killing joke actually starts. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of the things they added was a uh, one time, uh, I guess, relation, relations, relationship thing i guess what's the good they, way they of... added a sex scene they added a sex bat girl scene. and batman yeah that's what they yeah and they knocked bat boots and <laughs> i don't i don't like it it's no cre- it's creepy yeah it just I mean, it just feels creepy like she's so much younger than him not mm. not really because we were talking about this before the the original idea for batgirl was she was a college student and Batman uh, in the comics uh, up until recently uh, has is perpetually 28 years old. That is Batman. So you have a 28-year-old Batman and a 22, 23-year-old Batgirl. It's not as weird as like a high school student. Mm. I still don't like it. I, yeah. I don't like it either. He's always seemed more of a mentor, mentor character, character. Yeah. rather yeah. than rather than somebody she could be romantically kind attached of, to. Kind of a father figure-y type I mean, yeah, it's not right. she's the daughter of the one person you could consider... Batman's friend. best friend. Yeah. yeah, that's that made that. I was thinking that too. That's that would make the conversations with uh, Commissioner Gordon real, real interesting. <laughs> so, uh, 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 Jim, I. Uh, so, uh, uh, what's 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 going on, Jim? <laughs> hey, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it just it just feels weird, and your, I your daughter. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Yeah, never, never, never mind. So. I guess I'm going to call you dad. <laughs> I'm Commissioner dad now. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I, I mean, I, I, I know the reasoning they put it in there. They said that because in the original Killing Joke comic, um, Batgirl was, didn't have much agency. She was really just a victim. And I could see them wanting to do something, needing to do something to make her not just an object for Batman to get mad about when the Joker shoots her. But at the same but, time, yeah, but that's it not just, the way to do that's it. That's not the way to a, a sex scene is not the way to do it. No, no, that's not that's not cool. Then again, I don't. 
don't mess with the source material with something like that. Killing Joke is a seminal piece of of comic literature. Yeah, comic they didn't literature. need to add anything. Whether whether you like the comic or not, I personally I'm not a huge fan of the Killing Joke. I'm not. It's never been one of my favorite Batman stories. It's, it is for a lot of people, and I more power to them. It's never been one of mine. But don't mess with the source material. Don't make a weird relationship between Batman and Batgirl. It just doesn't. It doesn't feel. I mean, it doesn't feel right. I understand they wanted to pad the story a little bit because Killing Joke would not be a very long movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the book's not that long. No, it's not. Just show Batgirl being awesome at fighting crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been good enough. You, you you want people to feel more for Batgirl? You didn't need for that. Yeah. She didn't need to have a Triss and a, you know, kind of a crush on Batman. It's, yeah, not, just not great. But, uh, I mean, it's going to, I'll watch it when it's when it's out, probably when it's on Netflix, because that way I won't really have to pay for it. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of the DC animated movies are going that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm interested to see it see it for Mark Hamill. Honestly, yeah, that's really the only thing. Mark Hamill yeah. and uh, uh, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, just not. I just don't like it. No, I don't know. feels wrong. Feels bad, man. It's a it's a bad feel. It's a real bad feel. Um, God, what's a good ender for this? Uh, <laughs> uh the Han Solo. Yeah, Han Solo. They they're. We all know they're doing that young Han Solo movie. Well, apparently now they're talking about doing three of them. Yeah, and it's uh, okay, I, I, I guess. Mean, there's probably stories there, I'm sure, but uh, getting drummed out of the uh, um, Galactic Empire military, yeah. meeting Chewie, the Kessel Run. Yeah, there's three stories right there. Yeah, that's and that's all you need to know. I don't need to know about Han Solo's parents. I don't need to oh, know God, about. No any extended rela- family relations or anything like that. I don't I don't need that. Just show him meeting Chewie. Show him uh leaving the empire and the Kessel Run would be a good like chase movie yeah. or yeah. They could do a cool heist movie. Yes. They could do a heist. Uh, yeah, they could like do a Like the Lando movie. comics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that would yeah, be cool. Yeah, with Lando too. Yeah, showing showing him with Lan- with young Lando. That would be cool. Like I kind of want and I know this is going to sound I don't know. For Han Solo, I kind of want like a Star Lord S story where he's just kind of just pounding around the galaxy. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. The only thing I'm worried about with a Han Solo trilogy is what stories aren't we going to see because they're diverting funds to the trilogy. Yeah. Like, are we not going to get a Boba Fett movie now? Yeah. Well, we'll get a Boba oh. Fett movie for sure. No, I'm, at the I'm very least, a, Boba Fett will get referenced in the Han Solo film. A middle-aged um, Obi-Wan movie. I really want that. Like during the time when he's just on Tatooine, Kind of just watching over Luke, mm-hmm. because something something had to have happened. There's thirty, um, well, no, not thirty, almost twenty years of yeah. of History. time lost right yeah. there. So I, I pick anything, uh, behind the music, you know, concert series of of Figure and Dan <laughs> Figure in the Middle, in the middle, middle. Nodes. <laughs> I mean, I, I that would be kind of cool. I would like to see something like that. <laughs> but if they're going to be diverting all the funds to Young Han Solo then maybe we won't see it. And that's, I don't know. It'll follow the Indiana Jones where the first one's good and the second one's not so good and then the third one's good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> little on the nose there. Yeah. And the fourth one's terrible. We don't talk about the fourth one. There is no fourth There is no fourth Han Solo film. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up the here. fourth Han Solo film where it turns out there's no aliens. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, the fourth Han Solo movie where he runs into the crystal head aliens. 
<laughs> they just tie it all together. Why not? What the heck? And he tries to pass the vest off to somebody to else. To Kylo Ren? To Kylo, to Kylo Ren. Ren. He <laughs> swings on vines with space monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He gets, uh, survives an atomic blast inside a space Space fridge. refrigerator. Uh, a moisture... Yeah. Moisture... Evaporator, yeah, yeah, evaporator device. <laughs> Whatever. He hides inside a a, a gonk ar- droid. Ar- a gonk droid. That's it. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Anyway, let's get out of here. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash nerd overload website. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at at almost said staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet at us at nerd underscore overload, and you can follow us on the YouTubes at Nerd Overload TV. That's right. And we're also on iTunes and Stitcher and at WZMOFM.com on Saturdays at 10 10 a.m. and 9 p.m. That's it. All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks for tuning in. And until next week, pizza out. This show was sponsored in part by MB Subculture Comics and Costumes. (laughs) 